Don't look now. everybody yes welcome back to don't look now with jenny what is your name again uh, yeah <laughs> i'm actually just kidding this time but you Poor know well guys yeah no i just i just suck i can't say anything right no so. that's fine this is my good friend yeah yeah and uh we are the i guess stars because hey it's our show so we're the stars <laughs> of don't look now oh man it, is, it has been a long week, folks. I know these things come out well in advance, so you're probably going to be seeing this in July or something. But it is it is finals week, and I am burned. I am grading and grading and grading and wishing I were anywhere other than grading. But uh, you, you know. will be. You're going to be on a cruise soon, remember? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll be cruising when you all listen to this. Who knows? Yeah. I'll be back or something. Things not to think about. Yeah, I just I just. Work. Yeah, the problem is I, I can't let myself think about anything other than work well, until, until, you know. you're done. Yeah, just, uh, okay. I'm just going to send you a reminder text after I'm done occupying all your time tonight. All right, well, sorry for the bummer, everybody. But <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on, on to something on, onward, extra bummy. Onward to our topic, which I'm sure is a, a, an upper, right? Right, Jenny? Right? Yeah, yeah. I better scroll to the next one. Yeah, uh, all right. I might actually have to. This one is kind of a bummer. Oh, uh, bummers are all right, as long as you're not grading. If it were just a grading story, then you better skip. But <laughs> Damn, it was about a professor that graded until he died. Then, then I'm going to skip that one. But. No. No. All right. Good deal. Okay. So I don't know if um, you know or if you caught these. In the last couple of years, there have been a lot of news stories about mysterious goat, ghost ships off the coast of Japan hmm. that would wash ashore. Have you heard? You no, know, I've not heard of Japanese ghost ships. So. There were probably like six of them one year. Okay. Super, super weird, right? So these are just derelict ships that washed ashore or actual ghost ships? Actual ghost ships. Okay. Yep. Um, not like the ship was a ghost, but like an empty ship. Yeah, an empty ship. That, fully yeah, 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 fully yeah. good to go. Okay. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure we're okay. on the same right, cool. there, yeah. right? I just wasn't sure if this was a translucent spectral <laughs> no, ship that not spectral. It's, it's, washed ashore. If this was in, you know, the derelict... Flying Dutch mini ship that just, you know. No, it's like legit okay. hard, hardware, everybody abandoned yeah, everybody's ship kind gone of situation. What the heck happened? All right, cool. So it's not an uncommon tale um, throughout history. There's tons of stories about ships washing ashore, and mm-hmm. it looks like people just walked out of the room and then never returned, and it's just kind of eerie and creepy. Um, and there's a ton of them off the coast of Japan, and, and huh. they're thinking that this could have something to do with North Korea. Okay. So... In addition to just the mysterious boats, the one specifically in this Japan, North Korea, questionable region, mm-hmm. there have been human remains found on the ships. Okay. Which is not common in these Yeah, that's not the standard story, yeah. Right. Um, so the question is, what's going on? The Japanese Coast Guard says that obviously it's North Korea and it's people just trying to escape. And then, you know, other people are like, well, I don't think so. And North Korea isn't saying anything because North Korea doesn't pay anything <laughs> corpses aren't saying anything yeah, yeah so there's no we don't know there's mm-hmm. just really no story so um on most of the boats that wash up on japan's shores the occupants have been deceased for so long that only the bones remain yeah where the hell is this yeah where, where's it been where's no one noticed it 
So um, the bodies are so badly decomposed, it's difficult to tell um, who they were or how they died. They've only ever found one complete corpse on one ship. Um, all the rest were reduced to skulls. Mm. We're not even talking about bones. We're talking about skulls. Okay. That's really, really weird. Um, so the lettering on the sides of the boat looks like it might be Korean. Several boats are branded with Koreans People's Army or State Security Department, things like that. Okay. Flags, unused life jackets, and packs of North Korean brands of cigarettes have also been found among the skeletons. Um, and they think that people on boats probably died of starvation, dehydration, or exposure. Yeah. And um, they think it's because they were out at sea for so long because the engines run out of fuel. Okay. So I think these are people trying to flee, or? That's one of the theories. Um, it just kind of depends. Like I said, this story specifically about the potential North Korea connection, mm-hmm. which would be, yeah, they're trying to flee. Well, they don't think in a boat like this, though. Yeah. I don't think that kind of thing is yeah, regulated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the explanations for the ghost ships is that people were sent out on the boats to obtain fish for food and money. Um, since Korea is super isolated and in the middle of a drought, most of the income, um, that people get is going to weapons rather than food. And they're in the middle of a really big food shortage there. It's, uh, believed that Kim Jong-un has been increasing the fishing quotas. Um, so people have to work harder to obtain more fish. And so they're taking a lot more risk. And a North Korean news agency recently released a photo of the leader in 2015 where he's touring a fishery and he's commenting proudly about how much food the fishermen are able to produce. Uh, in addition to food, fish are also a valuable form, um, valuable exports for the North Korean military so that they can get more money to fund the growing army. Okay. So here's another theory. <laughs> Um, this theory states that the ghost ship phenomenon is that people on board were defectors attempting to flee North Korea. So we have the worked themselves to death and now we're yeah. fleeing. Um, one year, nine people were rescued from a boat off the coast of northern Japan. This was 2011. And they were lost on their way to escape to South Korea. So they're, I mean, they, have, yeah. they have some basis in this. Yeah, that'd be kind of my guess. Since the uh, 1990s, there's been 30,000 defectors from North Korea that we know of. Um, they face extreme punishment if they're caught, such as hard labor, banishment, or execution. What banishment just tells me I get what I want, yeah, though, right? Yeah, it must like, just be banishment from your your local city or something, maybe. Say, I don't that's know. like being suspended for skipping school. To make yeah, them yeah. Sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they can face execution, as does anybody who is discovered helping or harboring them. But if Taking one's chances um, in the Sea of Japan may have had less law enforcement present than on the borders, um, mm-hmm. but obviously there's a lot of other dangers involved. So North Korea is totally silent. Silent. They're not telling anybody what's going on. Um, and we probably all never have a full 100% this is what yeah. happened because we have so many stories throughout history about these ghost ships that mm-hmm. it's just nothing. Um, they cannot identify the bodies and notify people in North Korea because okay. there's not enough skeletal remains to do that. Um, and so here's the other problem that, that they're having. Due to the number of boats mm-hmm. that are walking up on shore and corpses, they literally don't know what to do with these boats. <laughs> there's so many of them. Wow. How do you dispose of them? Who legally owns them? Mm-hmm. The whole like rigmarole. Um, and occasionally the Coast Guard just lets the boats float until they can figure out what to do with them. A lot of times they dismantle them or burn them. Um, and in some cases, they cremate the bodies and send them to a Japanese temple to remain forever unidentified, which is 
really sad. Hmm. Okay, so there are reports about a ghost ship washing up on the shores of Japan with eight skeletons aboard. Um, that was in 2016. And that's not, like, the only one. Okay. <laughs> so, the Japanese Coast Guard has been key, being tracked since 2011. Between 2011 and December of 2015, 283 ghost ships have been found. Wow, four years. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So they said they find more than 40 ships washed up or adrift on the Sea of Japan um, uh, per year. And they don't know how long they've been lost at sea, which is interesting, too, because these could have been prior to 2011. Yeah, yeah. They could have been floating the sea for 30 years or more. That's kind of crazy. Man, you think they would wash up somewhere or somebody would right? notice them. But yeah. So, um, according to the decomp of the bodies, it has to have been at least months. Yeah. Minimum months. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not confined to like a single area. It's all along that western shore of Japan. Uh, some of the people are so accustomed to seeing them that the fish around are like, it's, it's nothing new. They're just right. like, oh, not again. <laughs> it kind of reminds me. Have you heard about the the feet that wash above shore? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, oh, I've heard, another foot. Yeah, another random foot. Right. I finally heard a decent explanation for that. That it's basically just any time somebody perishes in the ocean when you're wearing shoes and stuff. That's the yeah. one thing that's protected, so you end up with feet. But still, it's creepy. Um, I don't know if you have heard this. I knew a fisherman once. He fished off the coast of Alaska. And he told me the reason why fishermen have specific cable knit sweaters mm-hmm. is that there's something called sand fleas. And if they fall overboard, that a lot of times they aren't able to identify bodies because the sand fleas demolish soft tissue. Eww. And they identify them based on the weave of their cable knit. Oh, nice. That's why particular families have particular weaves. That's depressing. The ocean's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I told you this was a downer. I'm yeah, so no, no. It just it reconfirms that I'm, I'm happy not being a sailor. But, you know. I was in a dark space when I came up with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. That's why I live in Kansas. Right. Um, although the Japanese Coast Guard gave hand um, to many North Korean sea vessels, they have saved 26 people from a sinking cargo ship in, 20, in oops, 2017. Uh, Japan and North Korea don't have any official diplomatic relations. Um, they basically help people in need, yeah. but not necessarily North Korea. Yeah. And North Korea has admitted that they've abducted Japanese citizens in the past and that, you know, we obviously have a huge issue with nuclear weapons there right now. Yeah. Um, in 20, 2001, that's not how you say that, 2001, there was a fight between an armed North Korean boat and the Japanese Coast Guard resulting in 15 North Koreans dying after they refused to allow an inspection and they ended up blowing themselves up. Interesting. Right. So Japan isn't super concerned about the ghost ships and the failed attempts that the North Koreans could possibly be fleeing into their country. They're like, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's... We just are checking to make sure the ships don't crash into other things. Um, so here's a really interesting thing. The reason why they think that these are North Korean ships is that they're really primitive wooden construction boats. Okay. And um, there's poor manufacturing, which is why they think that people died on these ships. Yeah. They just were built so poorly. And several of the ships that wash up on Japan's shores contain fishing equipment, leading to that fisherman explanation. Um, But the boats were old and missing most modern instruments, like communication devices and GPS systems. Radios and whatnot, yeah. Fish finders. Yeah, yeah. Basic fisherman tools. Uh Uh-huh. So they're like... Definitely what happened, fishermen got lost and had malfunctioning equipment, so they drift and they have no way to call for help. 
and they're super unprepared, so they didn't have enough food and water because they've drifted so far. It's also extremely possible that the men on board are military personnel who has no experience at sea but were ordered there mm-hmm. um, to help fish by yeah. North Korea. Interesting. <coughs> okay. So even though this is super creepy, um, it's not also a complete mystery. The Sea of Japan lies between Japan and the northern countries of North and South Korea, as well as southeastern Russia. So it's just... And um, it's almost completely cut off from the Pacific by bodies of land, and there's a really strong current that moves. The Tushima current flows alongside the North uh, Japanese coast and connects it to the Sagaro current. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of keeps things moving. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a sail or anything like that. You can just kind of steer and hope for the best, and you'll get there. Okay. So... Between the winter months of October through February, there are more fishing boats in the Sea of Japan. Um, this is the time period for king crab, sandfish, and squid, which are all really valuable catches. Well, have you recently heard this thing about farming octopi? No. Oh. Um, Don't do it. Okay. I, I actually got to see a an attempt at uh, you know producing an agricultural octopi thing in Hawaii. Yeah, so they're doing a bunch of research on it right now, and they just released a report, and they're like, not only are they stupid smart, it's a bad idea. Because they ruin, like, the local flora and fauna and things like that. Yeah, this was one where they're trying to basically, basically, you know, raise octopi in tanks and use them for things as opposed to, you know, having them out on the reef. Right. Yep. Yeah, they escape a lot, I guess. Yeah. Which is pretty funny to me. Yeah, that's Anyhow. A, there's there's all kinds of good octopus stories. Oh my Maybe god, we'll have to go there. Reddit's but. full of them. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible North Korean fishermen are aiming to catch all the sea tortured, tortured creatures. Yep. One beer. That's all yes, this was today. All right, man. Um, to export them to China for cash. However, the Sea of Japan is also a lot more dangerous in winter. So there's a lot of strong winds and it's really cold and people can get a lot of exposure and get very sick and die. Um, the winds also cause the water to be super choppy, and so it's hard to navigate, and that also pushes them closer to Japan. Okay. While there is some evidence that the corpses on the ghost ships are fishermen, probably forced to work with inadequate supplies, adamantly, um, commercial fishing in general is super dangerous. Um, in the United States, from 2000 to 2010, the death rate for a commercial fishermen was 31 times higher than the average of any other occupation. Yeah. Um, that's why they made that whole the show. The most dangerous catch. Right. At least yeah. whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous job. Yeah, it is. Uh, a lot of deaths have been caused by faulty equipment, poorly maintained boats, and hypothermia, not to mention weather. Um People who fish for a living are in a lot of danger, and a group of North Koreans with no experience, no navigation, no phone, no communication devices to call for help, all that. Yeah. They're kind of in big, big trouble. Deep. Yeah. Right. So, what's going on? I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I just know that if I'm like hanging out on the beach, just enjoying life, I'm Japanese, and I look up and I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, boat. another boat full of dead people. Right. Yeah. yeah it's just weird to me. Yeah. So let's go down the rabbit hole. All right. Um, I figured since we talked about North Korea, we should not talk about them. Let's talk about some other people. The Mary Celeste was found between Portugal and the Azores, and all the lifeboats were missing, but the ship was still in great condition, and all the supplies were still on board. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that um, yeah, Hamilton's like daughter was on? The Hamilton's daughter. Yeah. 
That's musical Hamilton. Um, Theodosia. Theodosia. Uh, Burr. Aaron Burr's daughter. She went missing at sea. Huh. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, the, I think it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty late, but I thought this was, I thought the Mary Celeste was like late 1800s or something. But maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I, I, just, was like a, I just remember I listened to the whole podcast about yeah, Theodosia. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know anything about Theodosia outside of, outside of the actual Hamilton play, so... She got on a boat to go to Europe and went missing, so this is probably not right. Um, she went missing, wow. but everybody on the ship went missing. When they got onto the ship, all of the plates and things were there, and the table was set. They were getting ready to eat the food. Wow. Like, there was still a cigarette burning. There was still, like, water. Oh, wow. the, it was yeah, weird. Yeah. Very weird situation. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah, no, I, I'd have to look it up. But for some reason, I, want, I whether it's true or not, I think of the Mary Celeste being a, being a steamship type ship. But I, I could be completely full crap. So <laughs> everybody, look it up. We, I'm sure I will once this is over. So, you know. Right. Yep. So in front of all these ship names, they have initials, and I didn't know what any of them meant. But this one I looked up in 1955. The MV Joyita, which is a merchant vessel. Okay. There you go. It was found with all 25 passengers completely missing. The radio was still signaling for help, and all the lifeboats were missing. They never found anybody. Nice. Right. And finally. 1854. No. Uh, 1854. <laughs> the HMS Resolute was on a search expedition to discover the fate of John Franklin in the Antarctic, and the ship becomes abandoned. Mm-hmm. Later, the wood is reclaimed, and it's made into a desk for the. I don't know. Oh, do you know the National Treasure? The Oval Office. Oh, okay. Did not know that. No. Oh, yeah. So the U.S. Res- or the HMS Resolute, they built. They took the wood back huh. and they built a desk. Yeah. And it sits in the Oval Office, and its sister sits in um, the Buckingham Palace. Well, I, like I did not know that at all. Oh. Ah, there I, you go. Yeah, no. I thought I was doing a really good national park. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do not know. Interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, the whole ghost ship thing is super creepy. You know, it's a, anytime people are missing and you have the whole, the meal is still sitting out and all that kind of right. stuff, it's just super weird. Well, it's kind of like the missing colony of Roanoke. Yeah, yeah, that's How a classic. How is that one? Yep. yep. They totally just... Yeah, so yeah they, they just headed off with the Indians to crow it. And, right. Yep. I think that... Uh, yeah, I don't they, understand why they think that association anyway. Like, they saw a word carved in a tree. People carve shit all the time. It was just a vandal. It had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. They could have just been identifying letters to teach somebody how to read. It means nothing. Yeah. Or as archaeologists like to say... It's ritual. <laughs> I, I, I love how we have to ascribe purpose to everything we see when you, you know, that's a, you know, it's got to be interesting in archaeology just because I know how much of my life is just general bullshit that isn't, right. has no meaning to me. But if anybody from some outside society were to find my, you know, corpse buried in ash because of some volcanic eruption and we're like oh clearly he was worshiping this or that or whatever yeah yes yeah Yeah, you know yeah yeah all this good stuff but it's something that really bugged me um when i was taking my andean archaeology class actually i remember sitting there because our professor would be talking and she's like and you can see by the archaeological record that there was a big shift in power and she kept talking about how you can see power in the archaeological record Mm -hmm. and i was like what? Huh? <laughs> and I remember just sitting there looking so dumb, and all of my classmates kind of were like, should somebody ask her? And everyone was ashamed to, and yeah, I was yeah. just like that kid. So I was yeah. like, I don't, how do you see power in the archaeology record? Yeah. And she's like, 
Because and I could just see that look of frustration yeah. where she's like, it's obvious, and yeah. then not realizing yeah. that it's not obvious yeah, to anybody yeah, else. Yeah. And like what she was seeing was because there were a lot of symbols of war, that mm-hmm. like there was a big power struggle. Okay. And me, all I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't get how a hammer means power. <laughs> and like using that to control the pop, I don't understand how yeah, that's. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, well, did you read this theory? No, I didn't happen to read that obscure theory book that <laughs> I'm now going to read because I respect you. And this obviously will explain yeah. it to me. It did not explain it to yeah. me. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the problems that I had with archaeology, though, was that, oh, you can tell us the uh, horizon shifts from A to B, yeah, that yeah. there is a change yeah. in the soil content, which means this. It means nothing. I can't yeah. even see that there's a difference in horizon A and B. They look like the same color. Yeah. No, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, These are the things. That yep. Oh, man. Anyhow. So... That was our ghost ship for today. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very creepy. Yeah. You know, who, yeah. I, you know, I just generally, I guess I'm going on a cruise soon, but, you know, it's a, it's a little a little harder to end up with a ghost cruise ship. A lot of people got to go a lot of places before that ends up empty, but, you know, it's I all good. I could not tell you any more stories about cruise ships for oh, a week. Oh, there's, there's all kinds of good cruise ship stuff, but, you know. Yeah. Another ocean one. I should probably walk away from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I, I'm good on my glorious cruise ship, but you know. It's, I mean, it's like a floating hotel. You'll be. Oh fine. yeah, yeah. We have yeah. really good doctors. I hear. Oh, it's, it's all great. You know. It'll be great. You'll, You'll be as fine as you are anywhere else where random bad crap can happen to you. So it's 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 oh, okay. Oh man, you know, you know. I gotta find a much happier story to tell you today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that wraps us up. So thank you once again for listening to our podcast. Yes. Um, Come catch us out on all of our various formats. You know, rate, review, subscribe. Give us all your feedback. Come see us on Facebook. Come check out uh, Hollow State Audio and their their glorious music. They're supporting us with their intro and outro music. And uh, I guess we will catch you all later. Yay. All right. Goodbye. Bye.